Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome, welcome as we awaken to this last glorious Wednesday of June 2020. I hope you are doing well. I'm very excited about my guest today. There are these certain books in our lives that no matter how many times we move, how many places we live, or where we go, those books seem to go with us. And the author that I have today is James Redfield, and he is the Uh, author of The Celestine Prophecy, which has been a book that was one of my earliest reads as I embarked on my own spiritual path. I actually even have the DVD to the movie of this one, and it has been a beloved book of mine, and I'm thrilled to have him on today, especially since he is has re-released The Celestine Prophecy. There is a brand new following where this book is being passed along as the millennial generation and their older kids are all of a sudden picking this book back up and taking in all of the insights. And it is one of those books where you will not only become aware of things that you knew that you knew that you knew, but they are delivered in a really beautiful way that open you once again to the innocence of these insights that James talks about throughout this book and uh, the, the further ones that extend beyond this book. James Redfield was 43 when he published The Celestine Prophecy. He's been keenly interested in human spirituality all of his life, uh, growing up in Birmingham, Alabama. And from an early age, he was motivated by a need for clarity about spiritual matters. He was brought up in a Methodist church and was loving and community-oriented. And he studied Eastern philosophies, including Taoism and Zen, while majoring in sociology at Auburn University. He went on to write this book, Celestine Prophecy, He quit his job as a therapist, and he incorporated a parable that is part Indiana Jones and part Scott Peck, and it's created a model for spiritual perception and actualization that resonates with millions of people, and it's focused on the mysterious coincidences that occur in each of our lives. This book was profound to me, especially as I was embarking on my own experiences of seeing 11.11 everywhere. 30 times a day, and all of these other magical things that were happening that I write about in my own book, Conversations with the Universe. But he delivers a beautiful string of insights that help you not only understand the initial synchronicity and what is taking place in the world for you, but also how to deepen into that essence that is within you and truly command your life and be a part of the synergy of experience that we all are. I am going to do a quick review of the 12 Celestine Insights. The first one has to do with noticing synchronicity, and that is the entry point, the measure of where we really are connected spiritually. It is the meaningful coincidences, which are the tiny miracles that steer us towards a good life. I'm sure that you have these moments where you've been having a conversation about something, and then all of a sudden that very thing shows up, or you're thinking about an individual and you happen to bump into them. These are called synchronous experiences, and they are 
uh, part of what the magic of life holds for us, but it's also what we start to explore because they are that magical. We start to ask about them and wonder uh, what is going on. And so I do believe we have James back, and uh, I wanted to welcome you, James, to the show. Sir, we lost you for a second, but we've got you now. <laughs> That's right. Thanks. Uh, listen, it's great to be with you. Uh, uh, interested in all the things that you do, you know. And so it's very uh, uh, gratifying to be on your show, and uh, so looking forward to it. Wonderful, wonderful. The first thing I'd love to talk about is this re-release. Uh, it does seem like the millennials are uh, have picked up this book, that they're older children that are in college or uh, just after college or just before, they're also realizing and they're hungry. They're really hungry, I find, for this kind of knowledge and understanding more about our world. And with this new re-release, uh, you've also added an in-depth afterward that uh, that goes into quite a bit. Can you talk a little bit about how this has kind of created a whole new movement around the book and the purpose and mission of the afterward that you have created? Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I got a call from my uh, publisher, and uh, she said, what are you doing with self-things, uh, self-thing prophecy? Um, and... And I said, well, not, not really anything out of the ordinary. And she said, look, it's being passed along uh, at a higher rate now. We've got a lot of Internet chatter um, and looked into it. And, of course, it's this new generation uh, of millennials. You know, they're uh, interestingly reaching in mass the kind of uh, age 38 through 40 uh, where – Every generation asks some higher questions. You know, we've we've done the parenting thing. We've done, yeah, we can support ourselves, but uh, there's got to be more than this. What do I really want to do with my life? Uh, so there's a kind of awakening going on uh, to spirituality in general, consciousness in general, and uh, that that's great to see. And I think it again, it also um, it also. Uh, is happening with with their older children who are facing college or in college because they're asking higher questions too. How do I get educated without spending a fortune? How do I? What do I want to do with my life? And uh, it's really an interesting time. We've got this all these challenges uh, happening out there with uh, you know some social uh, uh, let's say a conversation, but also uh, you know the pandemic. And uh, I believe it's a real, it, it can be a positive reset. Uh, and and people everywhere are going to be kind of thrown into their center of asking the larger questions. And I, I, again, I think that's already happened. It is an interesting time. And if we apply the book to today, uh, particularly uh, some of the, the insights that have to do the fourth insight, which has to do with human control dramas. And if we we apply that to some of what's going on out in the world, whether it is politically, whether it is racially, uh, whether it is religiously, if we look at how uh, that, that energetic pushback and force or this wave of energy that is moving through right now is trying to equilibrate, uh, it's, it's really important to have some of these insights in mind as we understand who we are in terms of how we give and take energy. 
uh, particularly now because we also, along with you know, the, the new generations, we're seeing a rise in narcissism as well, a lack of empathy. And so how do you see um, some of these insights, particularly let's talk about that fourth insight of human control dramas. How do you see that uh, being addressed in, in powerful conversation through this new re-release of Celestine Prophecy? Well, uh, as you mentioned, I, I did write uh, a long afterward, uh, which is, you know, the, the experience of reading the, the book, uh, Celestine Prophecy, the first book, and, and all four of them, uh, I tried to uh, make very experiential with a, a kind of adventure tale uh, style. Uh, but the experience of these books, especially the first one, is it feels like a kind of opening to consciousness. And I think by describing these insights, and again, I didn't make them up. I'm just reporting about the power of them. Uh, and they really started with uh, the very beginning of the human potential movement, Carl Jung, when he separated from Freud, Freud had very materialistic psychoanalysis, and Jung separated from Freud and started his own uh, psychoanalysis or how to become aware of yourself and 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 the world. Uh, but he added a spiritual dimension, uh, a consciousness dimension, and since then we've been had this huge conversation called the human potential movement with scholars and adepts and uh, scientists uh, and, you know, everyday uh, questioning of what is our real uh, potential? How do we find peace? How do we find purpose in the world? So what I believe is happening out there right now, and it's astrological, you can look at uh, all the aspects of, in, in long-term planets. It's very astrological, where we're having to... Uh, we're being kind of forced to wake up because there's so much uncertainty and so many people yelling so loud you, you can't understand. Um, and a lot of, as you say, fear uh, being revealed. Uh, and the whole thing, to me, is a wake-up call. So in the in the new book, the, this afterward was uh, when you what to do once you read the selfing policy because it is it does it does activate the archetypes that Carl Jung uh, spoke to, and what happens is you read the book and it's this kind of an excitement. You're left with this um, this feeling of hey, there's more to the world than you thought. There's these mysterious synchronicities. How do we get? How do we tap into those. And afterward, I, I, you know, I really felt like with this, with the two new generations coming online, that uh, a kind of how to stay awake uh, uh, description uh, uh, it was, was uh, called for. So I really, uh, I added that. But I added it because that's what people are already doing. We're stri- trying to stay awake above the fray, above the Cheer and anger, and find a peace in our heart, and this mysterious life of synchronistic flow. Meaning, you know, there is a life we can step into, uh, and that there's a process for that. But we can step into it where we're guided in life, uh, and if we follow this intuitive 
intelligence, what happens is all these mysterious uh, uh, coincidences happen that, as you say, uh, Carl Jung described as synchronicity. So the, there's, a, there's this, this force in the world, and that's a divine force in my view, but it's the universe is set up for us to step into a flow of life in which our best, we reach our you know, our best connection and and, and love based connection, and then move forward into sensing what what is our truth to tell in this world. What did we come? How did we come to uh, uh, expand human evolution and of consciousness? And each of us came in with a plan, in my view, uh, uh, because my second book is is about that. Uh, really. Uh, at, Realizing that the afterlife is a, is a real place that was an insight that came in after I started writing about these insights, and um, so my role was always almost like a sociologist talking about the the trends of awareness uh, popping up in in humanity that shows us that we're uh, the whole human experience is to open up to this. Sense of mission that we uh, can can get help uh, in manifesting. So that's that's the inspiration uh, part of this. Um, and again, it's, I think it's just a pop one more step open in the consciousness that makes makes us see ego for what it is. It's just the pretending. And the real juice of life is to go into whole consciousness and opening the heart and you know, all that you talk about a lot. Well, and I think, you know, what is really powerful and very subtle, because we we dive into what the insights are, but the very word insight in itself says so much, because the world will pull us out. It will make us think that everything out there is really where we need to place our focus and what we need to put um, our energy towards and our attention on, whereas it is the insight uh, the world is trying to point us back to the inner truth that lay within us. And so these insights that are, are written out uh, in the Celestine Prophecy and then the 10th, 11th, and 12th that you go into in your other books, they, they are the awareness that when we do the work, we actually find those things within ourselves. Um, do you find that that you're coming across people that are uh, allowing themselves to, to stay in that place. I know that afterward goes into prayer and it goes into inspiration. It goes into karmic alignment. Do you find that people are really engaging more in that work um, in a different way now with the things that we have happening in the world? Without a doubt. Uh, there's more meditation going on out there in the world than ever before. Uh, and I believe that's because uh, it, you know, uh, we're we're reaching, uh, you know, there's a there's a kind of, uh, you know, the all the lower emotions are uh, are erupting all over the world, right? And and that's uh, that means they're erupting within us. Uh, and there's you know a path to peace that is instinctual. It's it's something that. Uh, all of us come back to, and uh, uh, what I recommend uh, in in my workshops is a kind of love love based 
meditation uh, practice. And, and it's good to sit in one place with your eyes closed to get started, to get over the fear of it. But, uh, you know, once that's done, then it can be a contemplation process so that we're quiet. But what we're healing is not just the chatter in our mind. Uh, we're healing, uh, we can heal the emotional uh, eruptions in our life. And I think that uh, with all that's going on, there are a lot of emotions. A lot of people are fearful, have anxiety about it. A lot of people are angry about it. A lot of people blame someone else for it. And uh, to get past that, we have to, to get in touch with our master emotion. And that is, uh, that's love. And it's, it's funny, even in the, even in, in the, yeah, the human potential business, and, and uh, you know, I get a lot of arguments about pointing out love, uh, as an important contributor to consciousness because, uh, you know, I think <laughs> having people tell me, oh, it's, you know, love is too mushy. It's too weak. It's too passive. You know, in in uh, just the opposite is true. You know, open up, opening up a heart based uh, emotion of love that is a, a state of mind, not 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 a, uh, a love with an object attached to it, but a love that's a state of mind, and that's a meditation practice that anyone can do. We're we're wired to pop into this open heart, and when we do it, it's the greatest stabilizer in our life. We're centered in uh, in the you know the the heart opening centers us in our life journey. We suddenly become the star of our own movie. We we love is is uh, what happens is that when we practice this uh, building this love emotion, and that you know you just have to keep working until you're graced with feeling, and and then it becomes. A master emotion, a stabilizing emotion, all the lower emotions, they, they may still come up and, and knock us out of our flow in life, but it's coming back easier when we have this master emotion of love. The lower emotions tend to bounce off and we can hold on to this inwardly, this inner security that that brings. Uh, so the Celestine you know, Prophecy the contains secrets that are currently changing our world. Drawing on ancient wisdom, it tells you how to make connections among the events happening in your own life right now, and it lets you see what's going on and happening in years to come. This is a book that has been passed from hand to hand, from friend to friend, since it first appeared in small bookshops across America. Celestine Prophecy is a work that has come to light at a time when the world deeply needs to read its words, and it has been re-released at a time when many generations are grabbing hold of it. The story it tells is a gripping one of adventure and discovery, but it's also a guidebook that has the power to crystallize your perceptions of why you are here and where you are in life and to direct your steps with a new energy and optimism as you head into tomorrow. You can find out more about James Redfield and the Celestine Prophecy along with an online community that is forming at CelestineVision.com. In addition, check out his Sedona August 22nd event that is at the Unity of Sedona. That is CelestineVision.com. We'll be right back with James Redfield after these messages.
Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to my wonderful guest, James Redfield and the Celestine Prophecy, I want to mention a sponsor of mine that I have been totally thrilled about because I have jumped online and started using some of their courses as well. Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey, and they are giving the 1111 listeners two free months of premium membership. So I invite you to dive right in. You can go to Skillshare.com forward slash 11, spell out the word 11. It is so amazing in how many topics they provide Uh, including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and so much more. And there's thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Uh, If you're a lifelong learner, if you're a real and working creative, or even if you're a beginner uh, or you're a pro or someone that just wants to dabble into something, the classes include a combination of video lessons and class projects. And there are definitely classes to fit your schedule and your skill level. You can... uh, Be a part of an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes. You can 
have a membership with meaning with so many real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives. They offer creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. It's a wonderful opportunity if you are still at home at this time and you want to upgrade your skill sets. Uh, There's so many class topics that would take you into new endeavors or new ways of work. And you can find it incredibly affordable. Uh, It is an annual subscription that is less than $10 a month. And for right now, just go ahead and try out those two free months of premium membership by going to Skillshare.com forward slash 11. My guest today is James Redfield, and he has sold millions upon millions of copies of Celestine Prophecy all over the world. It is a powerful little book that is a parable about uh, people in the ancient, uh, the rainforest of Peru and ancient manuscript that was discovered. And within the pages of that manuscript are nine key insights into life itself, insights that each human being is predicted to grasp sequentially one insight and then another as we move toward a completely spiritual culture on earth. Uh, You can find out more about James and all of the work that he's doing at CelestineVision.com. He is building out an online community, which is very exciting. And he will also be appearing in Sedona on August 22nd at the Unity of Sedona. So if you're anywhere close by uh, and if you are back into traveling, definitely check him out when he's there. Uh, Welcome back, James. We were talking a little bit about how... uh, this book is having that resurgence and the insights do come. There is a certain age where individuals do start asking that question of why am I here and is there more? And it does seem like when we start to ask the questions or we have that curious nature, uh, our perception, our eye tends to land on more things. Uh, more things start to appear in our world for us, and it sends us off on a journey if we're open to take that journey. One thing that I've discovered through the book, in having read it so many times over the years, is there's a sense of, some people would call it inspiration, other people would call it creativity, where the focus really is more on that adventure, and that energy seems to keep things flowing forward. When we have issues in our lives like we're facing in the world today, it's easy to kind of look at the issues and get stuck there as opposed to the creativity and the inspiration to move forward. Can you talk a little bit about how the insights address dealing with what's going on while also following the magic? Yes, because uh, I think we have to be realistic about the world uh, around us, uh, but we we. We have to be in, within, uh, build a connection with spirit, you know, with, with this sense of uh, divine guidance that we can find and experience. Uh, I challenge people all the time that they can prove that this guidance is real and it's, uh, and prove it to themselves. And um, what, what's emerging now, that, and I'm writing a new book about this whole integration process, because we are integrating it into our full lifestyle, uh, this, the magic, the flow, the synchronicity, the mysterious coincidences that open up opportunities for us. 
Uh, and it's, you know, the process really is opening up through the insights, but, but opening up experientially. Uh, and the one thing that we can look for are these synchronicities, these mysterious coincidences. And you'll have the sort of materialistic scientific world who haven't gotten to the maturity to explore these synchronicities uh, yet. But tell us that, you know, there's, there's nothing spiritual going on in the world. There's nothing uh, mysterious about how our lives unfold. Uh, that that's all just personal and random, and uh, so they they argue for that. And um, but in the middle of that, uh, there's I, I believe people are discovering the process for themselves. And here's here's how I believe the process happens. First of all, is you begin to realize that there are these mysterious coincidences. Uh, and the more you look for them, the more you realize you've uh, you've ignored them uh, in the past, and that there are many more of these mysterious synchronicities happening. And the the key, though, is to learn to explore. And a lot of these synchronicities are the things that people tell us, just randomly tell us. Uh, we 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 surf on the internet, and the things that come in have to be looked at as perhaps meaningful. There might be a, uh, an opening of opportunity. You know, your, whatever your dream is that's unfolding that you want to do, you know, uh, uh, there is, there are always um, uh, openings of opportunity if we don't ignore them, if we pay attention uh, and to be bold and, 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 you know, talk to strangers. You know, if we hear a conversation, uh, you know, on a plane and behind us or, or uh, somewhere else, you know, try to, try to get into a conversation and get the rest of the meaning of the synchronicity. You might be thinking about changing jobs and all of a sudden, uh, you hear, uh, say you want to be a teacher and you're moving into teaching, uh, and you hear a, a retired teacher talking about the ins and outs and the secrets of uh, success as a teacher, uh, right behind you on a bus or, or uh, on the tube. And then, you know, but you can't just say, oh, boy, that was interesting. You have to, you know, strike up a conversation and, and really step into the opportunities that these synchronicities give us. So it's a flow that we're looking for. And I think it happens when we pay attention to the hunches that we have, the, the intuitive uh, guidance, the thoughts that call that old friend, uh, call that client at a particular time. It'll come to you. These are these are not just random thoughts. These are very often guidances. So if we pay attention to them, we act on them. Uh, synchronicities will happen. We're in a flow. Now there's there's several key things that we have to do. We have to also prayerfully intend that we have this flow. The more we have intention power, and the more you you uh, move into an open heart and divine connection, what happens is that that intention power goes up. So you're, you can manifest this dream that you're thinking about. Or, or even what, what if you uh, have a problem to be solved. A lot of people lost their jobs in this shutdown. A lot of people lost their businesses. That's, that's a slam in the face. But there's, there, there are 
uh, yeah, there is a helping process designed into the universe where we can get this open up to our intelligence and act on uh, our hunches, and things will unfold. Uh, now, That's besides it. intention, though, there's all, always karma. There's a karmic design in this universe I think we can discover. Well, that's what I found, too, as I was moving on my own journey. I, I called them Conversations with the Universe, which was the title of my first book. And what I started to discover was it is a conversation, that we will start to get those signs and those symbols and those synchronicities, and it will be based on an intention and an energy that we're putting out there. And then that sign comes, and we can either sit there and say, oh, that was really cool, <laughs> or we can realize that that's the universe's part of the conversation which is asking us to take an inspired action in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and, and when we take that next step or have that next belief or whatever step we take, then we have another conversation with the universe. And oftentimes it will bring up that karmic, uh, anything that's karmic within us, anything unlike love. You were talking about the love component earlier. And for full love to appear, anything unlike it tends to show up first. So as we move into that karmic design um, that is within this entire spiritual design of our destiny that we're moving into, uh, it is what is the karmic piece when it comes to the Celestine prophecy that you're trying to teach? Well, I think that we can prove to ourselves very quickly if we start thinking about this uh, that the karmic design of the universe is around helping, okay, or giving, uh, and it's a special kind of giving. It's a, an intuitive giving. In other words, uh, in, in order to, to maximize the flow uh, in the, in, that's, that's, that we sense is available, this flow of destiny, uh, we have to also uh, give halftime not just to the synchronicities other people are going to give to us, but the synchronicities, you know, the meaningful uh, information that we can intuit that we have to give to other people we cross paths with. In other words, we'll get intuitions about maybe something in our life story that another person might benefit from. Okay, and this might be in a random conversation. You might not even know the person, but if you somehow get that that experience, uh, talk about that experience you've had that you sense would help that other person. What you very often find is that person will look at you and say, "You know, I needed to hear that right now in my life. This is what I need. This this is just helps me so much because you shared that." So that's the design of the universe. We're supposed to be giving synchronicities and getting synchronicities. And if we're giving, if you're a giver, you're, you tr attract more givers into your life that act just like you. But if we're a taker, and you mentioned the control dramas, if we're taking energy from people, uh, you know, so because we want to sell them something they don't need or whether we want to, uh, you know, get energy, you know, sort of dominate their energy and, and, and feel it ourselves. If, if we, any kind of taking is, slows everything down because you draw into your life other takers. Now, you know, the human race is just to a point where we can talk about this openly. I mean, 
we've all been takers. Uh, we all grow up. You can't get through middle school without developing these control dramas and uh, and ways to throw people off balance so they defer their energy to you. You know, they're, we're, we're awakening from that. That's, that's what's wrong with the world, uh, the taking from each other energetically. Uh, and if that's replaced by giving, you can, and you can give just pure energy. You don't even have to talk. Uh, but if, if, but if you also share, a, a, you know, what the, the spirit within you wants that person to know, because, you know, that's a helping act. That's, that's something that you can, Pay attention to and do it. And listen, we've only, we've only, with all that's going on in with the world, there are people out there who are extremely lucky. They, they find the solutions to their problems very quickly. Uh, and because of this karmic effect, if you're still giving, if you, if you feel bad or depressed, if you go find someone who's sad and depressed and, give them energy and whatever intuitive information you have for them. That's, that's how, first of all, we get out of our depression, but we also become a problem solver and helper in the world. And that maximizes positive karma in this world. And I, you know, I've proved it to myself so many times, um, uh, over and over, but it, it absolutely is something each person I believe can, uh, if they want their, their, manifestation power to go sky high, you know, you're staying on the light side, uh, and you're giving and you're, you're, you're love based in your attitude toward people, your world changes. And, uh, it's something that the human race is just now really opening up to anybody. A powerful message. Yeah. A powerful, powerful message right now. When we seek the ethic of giving and not taking from or manipulating others, we step into consciousness. We begin to detect our ego's past manipulation devices, or called control dramas, we have used to build up ourselves at another's expense. If we're mindful and catch ourselves every time we begin our control drama, eventually our control drama falls away completely. The dramatics begin to fall away until we can stop ourselves before we lapse into another such trap. This is from some of James Redfield's writings on his website, CelestineVision.com. Check out all of the things that he's doing there, along with the online community that he's building uh, and any events that are coming up. Again, that's CelestineVision.com. I'd like to remind you again to take advantage of those two free months of premium membership with Skillshare.com, one of my sponsors. It's incredibly affordable and deeply creative to unlock your creativity for social good. You can explore all kinds of classes that are happening. Anything from illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. I also invite you to look up BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P. If you are looking for some counseling, if anything is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online, and there's a broad range of expertise. Uh, You can find out more if you visit betterhelp.com forward slash 11. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. It's more 
more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Again, go to betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11. We'll be right back after these messages with James Redfield and the Celestine Prophecy. want more more joy more abundance more power and presence how would it feel to have more loving relationships more empowered community greater fulfillment and life purpose the 1111 mastermind community inspires empowers guides and supports transformation shift your mind expand your heart deepen insights let go and chart a new course dream a new dream The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. We break through it, at least momentarily, to experience a moment that seems to move past us, our normal level of consciousness, and we sense an ultimate connection. Sometimes this event comes through a spiritual practice we found that brings us this moment. It could be a peak experience at a house of worship or through prayer, meditation, music, communing with nature, or a host of other points of entry. Instantly, we receive a fast-forward boost in our sense of well-being, peace, and even blissfulness. An experience described by prophets and saints as a greater sense of knowing and wisdom and the deep emotion of love, convincing us even more by foretelling that spiritual consciousness is real and provides a look ahead to the levels of awareness, the ultimate goal of spiritual evolution. I am with James Redfield today, the author of the best-selling 
multi-multi-million um, selling copy all over the world, Celestine Prophecy and all of his other amazing books that follow that, the 10th, 12th, 11th Insights and Shambhala. And just look him up. He's got amazing works on his website. You can go to CelestineVision.com. And I invite you to explore his online community. Uh, it's going to be something extraordinary. And he's doing some different meditations and different uh, communications throughout that community that really will deepen you into the insights while also providing you the support of a community as well. Uh, welcome back, James. We were talking a little bit during the break, uh, again, about love, and we can't speak enough about that. I think so many people are out there looking for life purpose or trying to get life right and and sometimes floundering because we can't control what's going on outside. This this change thing is not only constant, it seems to be like on hyperspeed now. So when you're talking about grounding into love and grounding into that place that is beyond the soft, feathery, mushy love that people often think of, and, and we're diving more into perhaps fierce love, bold love, grounded love, what does that look like in practical terms? Well, the first thing is that it it it, it resolves issues. Uh, you know, if you, we have runaway emotions uh, that knock us out of our flow or, or prevent us from being bold and creative, and uh, you know, it's it's that love connection. You know, that it's a spiritual connection with a higher uh, intelligence, a higher part of ourselves that is intelligent and and gets. Uh, key ideas at the right time to act on. Uh, you know, these thoughts that are highly creative are, are gifts in a way. Uh, we can say what's our brains doing it, but you, you miss the power of it. Uh, if you, if you skip the opening heart connection, I mean, we can't have, we can talk about consciousness all we want, but if we don't, go through a heart to get to this consciousness with, with a, a practice of building this love emotion up. You know, we, we lose the, the true uh, essence of spirituality because we're, it's active. And so love is, first of all, stabilizing. The other emotions don't crash into you. Uh, and if they do, you come back to this love connection uh, and you you lose the true opening of intuitive intelligence, which again is a kind of guidance uh, in our thinking that comes to us, things to do, uh, things to uh, to help when you know we have a problem, just a, just a problem. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's an intuitive intelligence helps us resolve that problem in a, a very mysterious mysterious, almost miraculous kind of way, uh, again. And, and you know, we have to be a giver uh, to get all of this, the, the love that we, that is our birthright. That, you know, open, we open that channel more and more because when we're thinking, how can I help this other person, what happens is that your intuitive intelligence opens up to tell you how you can help that other person. And I always challenge people to try to globalize this. What if everybody in the world was acting this way in harmony with the true design of the universe and design of our uh, 
common evolution toward perfection uh, that we're engaged in on the planet. <laughs> right now, it looks uh, like this fear and anger and discord everywhere. But beneath that, we see people crying out for true connection. And enough people, when enough people approach uh, uh, each other, and with help, with uh, giving energy that uh, of this connection, you know, this love-based connection, then what happens is we're designed to pop into it. Uh, and so yeah, I think that so often, so often in this, especially now and in the Western world, everything is done with agenda, and everything is done with how do I go get, and and it's often us talking, the ego talking, the mind talking. Um, the actions talking, that there has to be a sense of listening that starts taking place. And that listening kind of goes back to listening to the synchronicities, listening to the heart, listening for the destiny, listening to the environment. And, and so when we're looking at not just the individual using these insights, but we do put it more on a collective and global level, what do you think is the greatest practice or step for all of us to move into that place where we can actually listen and, and offer that love without the agenda? Well, I will always encourage people to, to start a love-based meditation or contemplation or prayer uh, practice because, uh, you know, just devoting 20 minutes a day, uh, you know, if you can't, if you have 20 to 10 uh, but, you know, sit quietly and allow and, and, and intend, prayerfully intend, to, to have this heart-opening love emotion become your true emotion in life. Now, it, you know, we, we can, everybody's loved, right? I mean, you've loved the, your parents as a child, or your first uh, puppy. Uh, as a child, uh, you know, the first blush of love in adolescence, uh, we remember those. Uh, that that was that's a, that was a, a, a love with an object. We want to feel the height of that, the pop, you know, the immensity of that, but have it as a state, a constant state, not needing an object. It's a state of love, and that is again the most stabilizing, powerful, creative, uh, strengthful uh, emotion and stability you can create. Uh, so this is, this is not anything weak and mushy. We're talking about real creative power in the world that is loving and good karma and results in a kind of flow of creativity that feels destined because it, your soul's recognizes, you know, this is the flow toward a mission that you contemplated before you even came. Um, and that's, that's the awakening that all this is about. And, and uh, it's already happening. More people are meditating. Uh, the more they, that act on the light side, the more you stay on the light side. Now, there's a, there's a possibility that the the darkness the dark what we call the dark side and the light side are separating 
in a rapture preparation kind of mode. Uh, you know, you can do your own research on that. Your 11th but, insight is the power of prayer, and, and that, that feeds into that whole creative space, and it moves into your 12th insight, which is the sensation of God's presence inside of us. And so as we, we move into that place, and, and you're talking about the separation of light and dark, uh, do you feel like there's a separation or emerging? My own experience of, of life has been that we have to embrace and absorb the darkness so that we realize that it's all light and that it's all wholeness. What is your perspective on that? And we have just a couple well, of minutes left from, before we close. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, um, I, I, I think it's imperative that we, we, we feel that way, that any negativity that we might describe out there is just a person uh, in the throes of waking up because the more... Uh, desperate people get, and you see that everywhere across all politics, when people get desperate, it's really a stage in awakening to know that you, you can't find peace on the outside. You can never get enough money or power or attention or celebration or uh, to, to, to make you feel, uh, to, to solve that problem of insecurity. Insecurity is, comes from within with spiritual connection. So, uh, you know, I believe that we're not at war with anybody. You know, uh, it, it, if, we, if you move into holding and spreading this, this love space, this flow space, this creativity, this, this fast-paced evolution, uh, it, you know, it's not, it's not uh, judgmental of anybody. It's not, uh, you know, to say that the dark side means there's just uh, another side, uh, but it's the same process. I would agree with you completely. Uh, but the, the main thing is to stay in love and not stay in, in, because as soon as you get into conflict with someone, you get, you're yelling at the politicians on the television, you're in the dark side. You know, you're in the, the world of, of negativity uh, that is yet to transform. And, and we don't want to live there because the light side is already well described. And it's, it's the most creative, the most rewarding uh, to stay in this light flow, the spiritual conscious connection flow, uh, because it's, nothing can compete with the ecstasy and the inspiration energy of that. My guest today has been James Redfield. He is the author of the profoundly popular Celestine Prophecy, I invite you to go online and order not just one copy for yourself, but several copies to hand out of the brand new edition, which has a powerful afterword with steps and exercises and instruction as to how to integrate these insights. While you're there, go ahead and order the 10th insight, the secret of Shambhala, the 12th insight, and the Celestine vision. He has got so many amazing books that you can partake of at this time. His website is celestinevision.com. Check out his online community and also his event in Sedona on August the 22nd. Thank you so much, James, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. My guest next week will be Mark Nepo. Looking forward to his brand new book and discussing it Until then, I am Simran, in love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. 
Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.